This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG 13. say what I feel Miami has so much appeal A great place to get a seafood meal Miami Miami, Miami You've got style Picture it, Los Angeles, 2015. Welcome to Out on the Lanai, the only Golden Girls podcast you will ever need to listen to. I am H. Allen Scott. And I am Carrie Doherty. And this is a podcast where we have a friend over to watch an episode of the Golden Girls, and then we talk about it. And uh, we just watched season two, episode 22, Diamond in the Rough, which aired on... Which is what I am. I am a diamond. You are a diamond in the rough. In the rough. Um... Which aired on March 21st, 1987, and is, of course, I have to sit up for this, which is, of course, the episode where uh, Blanche meets the most handsome man that she's ever going to meet, and then... Oh, I need to find out who that man is, actually. Keep talking. And then rejects him because he's too blue-collar for her. Wow. Um, I mean... I mean... Oh, also, there's a banquet benefit, guys, and it is causing a lot of stress. For an unknown cause... Yeah, we'll we get don't know. We we'll don't get know. into all we'll of that. Um, we do have to say that uh, Carrie is suffering from pain right now. So if she's ever distant from the mic, it's usually because she's suffering. So <laughs> if I'm emotionally distant, it's because I'm suffering yeah. emotionally. No, you're physically. But if suffering. I sound physically your different, your sciatic nerve is acting up. I don't know what it is. You know what? I'm gonna power through. I, I feel like in order to feel closer to the audience and to our lovely guest and you, I need to sit closer. I need to physically be closer to the mic. But guys. Have you ever been driving and your butt just starts to hurt and then it just doesn't stop? Yes. And like your tailbone and stuff? Anyway, I'm getting old. Well, Um, I mean, I don't know if it's so much that as much as it is, you know, you're living a life and sometimes life is physically complicated. I guess. Yeah. I guess. Um, Also, another thing, this will air possibly when the cooler air has come into the um, environment, but at the moment it is fucking hot. Very hot. If you hear any humming in the background, it's because... We love this podcast, but we're not willing to die of sweat and overheat um, to do this podcast. So we're keeping a fan on because it's fucking hot. I would. I would die. This one wanted to keep not. it on. You would not. I'm sorry, guys. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to. You don't want to see me sweaty. I look ridiculous. Should, well, they don't see you. This is a podcast. Should you guys see me, and I care about what you think. Should we introduce our guest that yes, we let have me, today? Yes, let me set up this guest because I know her very well. So um, she, she, um, she basically took the continent of Africa and she liberated it 
Um, no, I'm joking. She, uh, <laughs> no. she's what an amazing comedian. Know I've known her for a very, very long time. I think over ten years now. When I first moved to New York um, and did stand-up comedy, and I used to sleep in her apartment non-sexually, uh, which was a shoebox in the middle of New York City by Central Park. Great location, horrible place. Um, she's Ouch. a really funny comic, and uh, she is just everything. You guys, um, welcome Leah Doobie. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Uh, now I know your real feelings on my apartment. My goodness. Oh, Come on, you hated it too. You I loved it. You no, but you okay. You loved it. Loved it. But you hated it too. Like there was a part of you. You have to admit there was a part of you that hated it. No. Well, I hated paying as much as I was paying. That's what I'm saying. That part. Also, the shoebox element. I mean, you lived in a loft and you you had sexual relations there with people in the loft and you know from time to time and it probably was hard because that loft space was not very large well, i'm only five two uh that's true it's not that here yeah. Yeah. yeah i couldn't do it i'm also five two and i've also had a loft bed like yeah. yours and i'll say yeah it's not that difficult really. i have trouble yeah. in my own bed having sexual relations but that's probably a larger <laughs> issue that we don't need to get into or we could uh, just start a new podcast yeah so leah what is your um what's your sort of backstory or connection with the golden girls long time fan Great. Obviously, uh, I used to watch it with my grandmother, mm-hmm. as I think many kids in the '80s did. Sure. Mm-hmm. Saturday night when I was, I would sleep over. We would watch. Growing up in Massachusetts. Why uh, did you sleep at your grandparents' house on the weekends? Um, I just really liked them. Okay. <laughs> and I was younger. I was younger, like under ten. Sometimes yeah. parents have like date night or something. Yeah. Or, like I would go stay at my grandma's. They were happy to get rid of me for like. Yeah. And my, I was very close with my grandmother. She like took me to school and. My grandmother um, was a bitch. Um, All of my grandmothers were total bitches and grandparents. So you didn't wa- you did not watch with them. Nope, no, nope. they were horrible people. <laughs> so, but you were a longtime fan of the show. We have a big episode to get into today. Yep. Yeah, and I watched the you know I watched them live. Which that's is, amazing. Yeah, which is pretty so, great to be able to watch yeah, all the girls really when they were new well, episodes. Well, I'm glad you're here for this episode, because this is one of my favorite episodes, primarily because it features a man that gives me, perhaps, of all the men that appeared on The Golden Girls, the biggest boner. He's, I feel like, Jake <laughs> is... The robbing boner. <laughs> we've asked, them. I feel like we've asked a lot of people who they think, and I feel like we maybe asked it on the live show, but who they think is the most handsome man that any of the women have ever dated okay. on the history of the show. And a lot of people say Jake. Because of, look at him. He is, he's look at very him. handsome. Even now, he is still alive. He's played by Donnelly Rhodes. Even now, you look at him and he's just... He's like he's an older man. He's my he could be my daddy. Except he's a character actor and probably doesn't make that much money. But he like he's good yeah. looking. Yeah, he had all his hair. He had he's all, very. He handsome. still has all his hair. He, he has all his hair. Look at that. This is him. Like, this is him a little angry. Guys, we're looking at a picture of Donald you know, Rose. He looked better before. Yeah. Well, of course he did because he was whatever. But okay, this isn't a visual medium podcast. Is <laughs> audio it's only. His fourth photo on IMDb is a golden oh, girl photo. Sitting, sitting with the, the gals at the table. Yeah. So. Um, in this episode, the women are organizing a banquet that they also refer to as a benefit. Oh. We do not... Just stop looking at his IMDb page. I can't, guys. Scott's pants are off. Um, put your pants back on. I know it's hot, but you, if you're going to put the There's air on... There's a prison on, photo of him with bulging muscles. Great. We'll make a calendar. A I'll get. Short. I'll blow it up for you. So they're throwing this banquet benefit that... 
that's as much as we know. It is stressing everyone yeah, out. But we have no clue what the benefit's for. We have no clue. It yeah. could be for AIDS babies. It could be for, like... It could be for animals. Feet cancer, foot cancer. It could be for anything. Mm-hmm. But I feel like in retirement, that's all people do, is just put on benefits. Really? So they were like, the benefit this week is, and it's at a banquet hall. See, I, are your parents involved like that? Because mine, mm. mine aren't, and they're in retirement, and they just watch a lot of, like, Duck Dynasty. I mean, both of my parents are still basically working, so I don't know. Uh, yeah. I mean, my dad's retired. He, like, watches a lot of Seinfeld and hangs out with my dog. But, yeah. Yeah, There's so There's a no. lot of golf. There's a lot, a of, lot golf. of golf. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. watching or playing. Well, like, my dad, like, moved from being a teacher to just being, like, working at a golf course all oh, the time. okay. So yeah. I guess I yeah. have no idea. Yeah. Would, it's a long time to spend at a golf Yeah. So, but the episode opens with, I mean, it immediately opens with, like, with a huge, like, let's all take a dump on Dorothy, where <laughs> Sophia... Well, Sophia's, Sophia's on, the phone, on the phone, and she's bargaining down a price, and she's like, what yeah, is no more? That's $50. That's my final offer. She's going, she's going, they're, they're trying to talk her up. Yeah. So she's going, she starts at 50, and she goes, fine, 60, but that's my final offer, and, and she, she hangs, hangs up, up the, the phone. phone. It's a great setup for Dorothy comes out, and she says, oh, great, Dorothy, I got you a date for the banquet. Yes, it's yeah. so great, and, uh, and again, has nothing to do with the whole episode, but yeah, why not shit on Dorothy? And um, Dorothy's wearing this amazing sort of, like, rolled up sweater that's sort of like a like a tank top almost mm-hmm. it's like rolled up there's like sleeveless sweater but then under that there's a rolled up button up white shirt as well that's like half button up half everybody's sleeve. layering game yeah. mm-hmm. was just on uh-huh. yeah or. and everything in a loose roll mm-hmm. yeah. on the sleeves yeah I feel like like my body <laughs> <laughs> was, you didn't miss you didn't skip a beat on that that was great um yeah so a lot of layers roll. with Dorothy's uh clothes um so Blanche comes in Holy shit, you guys. She just booked the Versailles room at the Bedford Hotel oh. for the banquet. Oh, my. Whoa. Showstopper. Show whoa, whoa. Stopper. Um, now they just need a caterer. Yeah. And um, so a man shows up at the door. This is Jake from VIP Catering. When, Vip. When the door opens, not only do all of the women's mouths drop, but everyone watching around the world's mouth dropped. <laughs> he is wearing a magenta collared shirt. Open, open. A little, little open bit. to, to little show bit, his yeah, chest hair. A little bit of chest and hair. And like a I black think he shaved. shirt. That felt like a sh- I didn't oh. see a lot of hair, did you? No. I, didn't I mean, I saw it. a little bit here, I think. I don't know, I don't remember. I just was distracted by it. Felt my like daughter. he did some. Ju- Jersey Shore, like, oh. beach chest He also shirt. had, like, a blue sort of navy blazer, like a seaman blazer on, you know, like a, like a navy sort of Right, well, you yeah. know. Yeah. He you looked know, amazing. And jeans, and he had, jeans, he had dad jeans on, which in a weird way turned me on. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, so he, Jake comes by, and he's basically like, hi, I'm here about the catering job, and, like, Lee and I were talking about this. He isn't a great actor. No. He's fine. Yeah. He's fine. Fine, but he's not like he's not as bad as the two twins that took Blanche out that one time who delivered all their lines while looking to the floor. Yeah. But but he's not good and he has a lot of lines. He has a darting eye. Like he didn't quite focus where he was talking. There was just a lot of like Yeah. But it was probably all of his sexiness that was just. That's what I'm saying. I feel like what happened was he like went into audition or and they were just like well, everybody's you know eyes just kind of Looking glazed at his over. Photo credits, I believe he probably had a connection to the show because he was he was a character on Soap, which is Susan Harris's original oh, okay. show. So I feel like he might be a member of the family. Okay, all yeah. right, fair yeah. enough. 
Um, Which, I mean, what's not more to love about him now? So there's a, uh, there's this, so, so all the girls are like fawning over him and Dorothy walks up, so he's still in the doorway and Dorothy leads him over to the couch. This is Prance. In this like, this almost like, this like, I don't even know, like an elegant like yeah. gait. Yeah. Like she very... Like she uses her long she has a lady arms and legs yeah. to like gently lead him over the couch, and it was just like such this like like it was, it was a like smooth a tiny, glide. Yeah. It was a very glide. smooth. Yeah, yeah, she was gliding. She was elegantly yeah. gliding as she brought him toward the couch, <laughs> and um, and so he's basically you know asked them what their catering needs are, and they have him and Dorothy have the greatest exchange. I wrote it down. Do you want to read yeah, it? Yeah, sure. Me? Wait, where is it? Um, Okay, so, yeah. Okay. Do you want to be Dorothy or do I be Dorothy? I'm gonna be I'm gonna be Dorothy. Okay. And so you start. Can you your, go that deep. Yeah, yeah. Go deep. Okay. 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 Ready? So this is this is their exchange. You're Jake. Go ahead. Do you want something simple or fancy? I want something cheap. I admire your honesty. I admire your chest. <laughs> it is. Can we read that and change characters? Sure. Okay. Okay. Go Do deep. You, okay. No, you're we're changing characters. You're being a man. Okay. Do you want something simple or fancy? I want something cheap. <laughs> I admire your honesty. I admire your chest. Okay. I think. Your voice was better, but I. To, if we're gonna be honest here, I mean, we're friends. We're honest. I think my maybe my delivery, my delivery was a little bit better. Agree to disagree. Sure. It um, was beautiful to watch. Hey guys, <laughs> thank you. On the comment section, you can see, you can tell us who did it better. <laughs> who did it? Who wore it better? Um, I had cancer. So <laughs> <laughs> my butt hurts today. <laughs> Damn it! You can't do that. Can I have a sip of your tea? Which yes. Even though we talked that, we're not gonna. Oh, thank you. That's very good. Okay. Yeah. Here's the funny thing about, like, they, they hire Jake yeah. without asking. They don't go over prices. They don't go over how many people. They don't go over any details outside of his chest. And, right. well, his menu. He's basically like, I can make a pot roast with some potatoes and Which blah, blah, blah. Which does not sound like an appetizing thing for a banquet. Also, it. I love a pot roast. I don't know. But at a banquet? It's a very heavy sure. meal. Also, like. I feel like a banquet, you have chicken, you have fish. Or, or maybe have a vegetarian option. Well, it's the 80s. Not in the 80s. They don't give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> They're like, eat, us, eat some lettuce. Eyeball. They're like, no. So no, then Blanche is like, as Leah put it, Blanche decides she's going to cock block the everybody. other ladies. Because they all were going for it, but she yeah. just went harder. She did. Well, you know, she closed the deal. It's Blanche. Yeah. You and know? I feel like they kind of like... All right, this is Blanche's thing. Yeah, it is. You know, yeah. you know, I'll be the one that wears shoulder pads and says funny things. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, you we be all the know one our place. Yeah, bones, you know, men of Miami. So he, um, so Blanche is sort of hitting on him, and and he was like, you know, or like, I'd love to, I'd love to sample your menu or whatever, and he's yeah. basically like, I'd like to ask your D. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so he's like, oh well, why don't I take you to this? Why don't I take you to this little place that serves my food or whatever? And a restaurant uh, that does his recipe. A restaurant that serves and, my food. And he called it romantic. Has a pot roast needs a recipe. Yeah, yeah it's yeah, it's it very strange. It seems weird because it does, it's not like he was like an upscale. Chef. Like he's not like an executive chef. And his like, qualifications were like twenty years in the navy, which I mean, to me, that doesn't really right. speak to being a great caterer. No, and I'm, I'm sure not he's shaming a, him. I'm no, sure he's I'm a sure big he's dick. a fine caterer, but like. <laughs> Why would you... It's it's just interesting to me that they he would give his recipes to a restaurant. Like, are they... That much I get. I don't understand the Navy aspect of it. Because that is not a selling point for a banquet chef, to me. You know what I mean? Like, a Navy He's worked like, a few years after that with VIP catering. Yeah. Five years. <laughs> he's owned... He's honed his skills. I'm just saying. He probably could have said yeah. he was at the same employer for 20 years. Not he probably should have lied. Yeah. As we all do on our resume. Oh, right. I don't know. I think, like... 
I mean, it's still cooking experience. And honestly, if he's cooking for the Navy, you're also cooking like large quantities of food for people. So that would that would give no, him a benefit for you're opening up bags and putting it in a warmer. Not necessarily. You don't know. I mean, I've seen maybe things. you know he cooked at the officers' club. Mm. Yeah. Okay. But he but that, that almost gives him catering experience where he's used to having to cook for a lot of people at once. I'm just gonna look at his pictures. That's fine. <laughs> so, um, so Blanche cockblocks the women, and then Dorothy's kind of like Blanche. Not that's not her voice, but she's like, you know, what do you have to say for yourself? Yeah. And Blanche goes, "Damn, I'm good." Yeah. And yeah, that ends that scene. They um, like to say that all the time. Mm-hmm. One of them is always complimenting that they're good at whatever oh, it yeah. is they're doing. Oh yeah. yeah. Definitely. So they show up at this restaurant where they serve uh, Jake's recipes. It looks like a seafood type place. It looks like a seafood place. Like, it looks like the type of place that looks like a themed, um, like, it looks like the restaurant that you'd have next to the Pirates of the Caribbean ride at Disneyland. Yes. Yes. Like that fake nautical, like, really, like, that they would have, like, a fake pirate, like, or a fake, like, skeleton pirate in the corner. Yeah, delicious restaurant. Sure, great. Um, Kids with, like, coloring with crayons. Exactly. Yeah. Like, the kind of place where or you'd, me. like, they would, or like, you. give Whatever. you a bib to yeah. eat something. Um, Always fun. So, he said, so Blanche is a little off-put by this. You know, she's wearing a gorgeous wrap dress. Looks very good. <laughs> she looks very good. Diane von Furstenberg. Yes. Oh, very good. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. Um, and... House of DVF. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Miami. <laughs> And uh, the waiter comes over, or they sit down, and, and Jake's kind of like uh, two of the regular. And the waiter brings them over, like, these two plastic bowls half filled with chowder mm-hmm. and red wine and, like, a lot of in red wine cups. in juice in cups. Juice, yeah. At first I thought it was soda without ice in it, but then I was like, no, that's no. wine. But that's that's a lot of wine to give to someone. That's my kind of place. Yeah. yeah. One thing they said, which I noticed, like, was such a staple of 80s sitcoms when they showed up at restaurants was always, take me to your fanciest table. And it's always free. Yeah. yeah. It's always right yeah. there. Yeah. Right in front of them. It's always right yeah. in front of them, right yeah. In front of the camera. Direct line. Yeah. And Leah, you also you also pointed something out, which was funny, which is what the waiter did when he brought over the food. Do you remember that he... With oh, he had his hands up in... Like, I've served... Uh, yeah, I've waited tables. You don't put your hands on the inside of the cup. So well, yeah. he, he didn't have a tray. It was like he was holding the two... He was holding the cups of wine... He was clutching them he was in, in his a cl- fingers. I'm doing a claw motion. Yeah, yeah, like the claw from above. Yeah. That's how he was holding them. It's not above a fancy entry. restaurant. He's proven it. Yeah. But then, so they sit down, and Blanche goes to eat it, and he goes, like, Jake does something super romantic where he's like, um, oh, wait, before you eat, because she's getting ready to dig in, and he gives her a kiss. Oh. Uh, warm up her lips. He goes, yeah, he goes, it tastes better if your lips are warmed up first. And then she's like, ooh, I'm, I'm starting to see why why this place is so good. <laughs> but, like, you know what else warms up your lips? Is Those just arms. Taking a bite of hot soup. Stop looking at yeah. his foot. Fu- He's fine. It's so hot. All right. If somebody said to me, it, <laughs> it helps if your lips are warmed up, I might throw up on them. Because that is just the cheesiest thing one could say. You know what me- I mean? Oh, that's nice. It's, you look good, Scott. It yeah. Does make me look like him? No. Stop. 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 We this have to tell like, them what you're doing. This is like Guys, when you give a I'm kid taking the photo of him, and I, I cropped his head off, and I put my head on top of his head. Carrie will take a photo and post it. No, I won't. Yes, I'm not going to. I'm no, no, right fine. Not you do it. reward bad behavior. So it, it sort of reminds me of like, like, and this has definitely happened in 80s movies, 
where somebody will like put on chapstick and they go like you want some and they go yeah thanks and then they just kiss yeah. them to like transfer the chapstick I'm like it's no like, I don't I want my own chapstick right. I don't want your your moist Residual. lips on mine yeah so Blanche is super into Jake um moist lips and all moist lips sink ships um <laughs> that's true back home uh, Rose and Dorothy are now auditioning musicians for the banquet. And there is a man... A huge shock. There's an accordion involved. There is. <laughs> there's a man in a brown suit playing the loudest, most terrible music on an accordion. And... There is you no be- beautiful music on an accordion. <laughs> you would think Rose would be into that. Uh, yeah, oh, you sure, would think yeah. so. That's what I was thinking. That's polka, yeah. right? Yeah. It's yeah. like her thing, but Saint whatever. Saint Olaf's but best. Dorothy is just the whole, she's just in hell. Like she is just staring down at the floor, um, and they kick this guy out, but not before he he's about to play them Huey Lewis in the news, which I would have loved to hear. I would have loved to hear. I'm like, don't don't like yeah. introduce us to Huey Lewis in the news and then make him leave. Right. Like yeah. I have always wanted to hear Heart of Rock and Roll on an accordion. Yeah, I mean, I mean Power of Love on a, right. you know what I mean? It would have been great. You have to be square? Yes. Come on. It would have been amazing, but no. I'll go they, through the whole catalog. I don't care. Huey Lewis and, and the news. The way he says it. <laughs> Tower like, of Power. Yes. He, re- he it, like, he's, it's almost like he's doing it to the beat. It's like, Huey Lewis, send the news. I'm like, you really are a musician. You do everything to the beat. Um, and so they're so stressed out, and Rose is like, we've auditioned dozens of musicians. The banquet is less than two weeks away. What are we going to do? What are we going to do? You know what Dorothy says? We're going to eat a cheesecake. And it's, it's pumpkin great, cheesecake. It's a great solution. It looks like a good cheesecake. It yes. was. It, I thought it was pumpkin pie, but you're right. It was probably pumpkin cheesecake. Yeah, no, it's definitely I, pumpkin I cheesecake. I feel a little bit like we've auditioned dozens, dozens, hundreds. Okay, I'm going to feel sympathetic. Dozens? Dozens. This is, this well, is Versailles Hall, you guys. Again, like, you know, it's, it's just... You shouldn't be sleeping. <laughs> no, should be eating cheesecake. That's right. Don't give up. This is, yeah, this is Versailles Hall. What are the people going to think when they show up to the benefit? <laughs> Other than not knowing what the benefit's exactly. for. Exactly. What are they going to think when they give their hard-earned money towards something we haven't been able to identify yet to them? <laughs> They're like, I'm rich. Who cares? The women, that's, that's what kills me, too, is that the women always seem to go out of their way to over-explain things. They'll be like, oh, you know, I, I ran into him. Or, or, like, remember with Rose when she attacked the man in the parking garage? And she yes. was like, I was at the parking garage because I had to go to the dentist because my crown fell out the other day when I bit into that hard piece of candy. And I'm like, they always over-explain everything, but here they're just like, it's a banquet. Right. Shrug, shrug. I don't know. That's all you need to know. That's all you need to know. So they're in the kitchen, they're eating cheesecake, and Blanche comes in, and, you know, she's being incredibly shallow. She was like, the last few weeks with Jake have been wonderful, but, you know, he slurps his soup. He, like, tucks his napkin into his shirt when he eats. He's, you know, a guy. All things that make me really wet. <laughs> well, she was acting like... <laughs> <laughs> Carrie's I'm glad this is continuing. Uh, <laughs> that, for me, is the equivalent, like... Uh, of moist panties? Like, when people talk about the girls sexually in ways that you don't oh. like, that just, it made me, like... So the thought of me wet makes you uncomfortable. No, but Thanks, I think Carrie. that makes everybody uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> 
Listeners, you can comment <laughs> on this Friday's mini episode. Uh, Did I just so, make you uncomfortable? Sorry, Leah. I, go ahead. I feel like, you know, that this was the point when she was basically like, I'm better than you. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I'm from a different... Uh, class than you are, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, which are strong words yeah. for a grown woman with three roommates. Yeah, <laughs> you know? right? Yeah. I mean... You're right. <laughs> You're absolutely She's right. She's the one with the mortgage that needed to bring in uh, some yeah. borders. Yeah. Or she just needed company. Oh, she has plenty of company. Uh, her dance card is always full. Yeah, yeah. true. <laughs> this is true. I like that you called it her dance card. That's what Dorothy that's called what Dorothy it at called the called end. Yeah. Um, and that's what old people say. <laughs> so Blanche is being super shallow, and then Rose says something funny. Um, uh, oh, so Jake Jake is running late for their date, and he comes in to the kitchen, and he's covered in grease because he was... Um, on his way over, and a woman was broken down on the side of the road, and he stopped to help her and ended up fixing her transmission, which, if anything, that should make her love him more and go, oh, look at this. He is a selfless, amazing person. Also, I would be like, do not clean anything off yourself and let's go into the bedroom right now. Yeah. 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 Get that uh, oil all over me, So she's upset, and Jake kind of crouches down. Even when she learns the reason. She's like, I'm not going to stop being a stone-cold bitch about this. No, she's a little upset. And Jake leans down between her and Dorothy. He sort of crouches down uh, at the table, and he's like, you know, let me make it up to you. Uh, We'll get a blanket. We'll get a picnic. We'll do a nice romantic thing under the stars. And Dorothy just goes, I forgive you. And it is. (laughs) It's classic. It's so, so great. And um, so she forgives him. Um, So now we are... uh, Now there are even more problems going on with the banquet, which... So Dorothy comes out and uh, she's she's like, "There's something wrong with the RSVP list. The G through the L's are, yeah, are, are all not, they haven't RSVP." And Sophia's like, "No, I took it down in a shoebox to the post office last week." And she's like, "Or did I shit my best pair of heels?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> she, so, what, that didn't make any sense to me because it was like, so, so you where just mailed the malls? So yeah, so you just like handed them the yeah. shoebox and went like, "Thank you." Right. They, yeah. They had needs an address. Yeah. Um, also, I mean, they never resolved that. So is, are no G through L's coming? I guess not. I mean, the banquet looked like it legit had 15 people at it. Yeah. From, I mean, there weren't a lot of extras. No. So Versailles Hall? Bit of an overstatement. I know. Yeah, they booked the Versailles Hall and yeah. they got 15 people to go to their benefit. Poor, poor planning. They don't. Yeah. They really got to prioritize. Yeah. Um, so Rose, though, they're super happy because she just booked... They, they did finally book a band, mm-hmm. which is interesting because they... From what we learn later on, Rose seems to have booked this band without seeing them, yeah. <laughs> which is what they've been doing. They've been auditioning dozens, dozens of musicians. <laughs> at the least, means that they've seen twenty-four acts. Right? That's yeah. a lot of time for her to just suddenly hire this jazz band. Yeah, all That's female jazz the, band. I'm gonna roll the dice. They come very well recommended. But they are called the Great Pretenders, which we'll understand why later. Very, very specifically, she says they're an all-female jazz band. Uh, but anyway, great. One less thing to worry about with the Thank banquet. God. Thank <laughs> God. I was, I mean, I was but just... Are you worried? After I was, this, you know, can we all go plan knuckled. a banquet? Yeah. Uh, that's all I want to know. I'm mm-hmm. kind of doing it. I'm planning my friend's wedding. Oh, right. right, yeah. right. But is it also a benefit? <laughs> For nothing. For love. Whoa. Oh. All right. All right. That's oh. fair. Uh, I'm, I need a date for it, listeners. So, 
Blanche, you guys can visit us at outonthelanai.com for that. Um, Blanche, at this point, says that she's not going to take Jake to the banquet because she's taking a... Not that she's not even taking him. She's going to take another man to the banquet. And at this point... Jake, the girls are just like, you bitch. Yeah, they're like, you dum-dum. And also, yeah. like, they could have had him. Yeah. Um, right. And at this point, too, Jake and Blanche are referring to each other as hun, honey, and sweetheart. These are, th- these are like, you know. Terms of endearment. Yes, these are things, I feel like these are things that you start to use, like, when you're in a relationship. I right. You know what I mean? I don't like, know. I feel like. I don't know. I don't know about that. I don't know if I buy that. Stan has not said my name since we, like, officially became a couple because all he calls me is babe. So... I don't like terms of endearment and affection, like, words. I don't like that. I don't I like do. I love it when he calls me babe. I think it's so cute. Really? Yeah. I really like I had, it. I had um, a guy who would always call me honey, and I had to be like, can you just stop that? I don't know if I would like honey. Yeah. Maybe I wouldn't I don't know. like it if I was a man. Yeah. <laughs> where yeah. where do you stand on like? I'm this into thing? it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I I feel like when I'm called my actual name, I'm like, huh? You know? Yeah. It's really. It's, it's yeah. almost jarring. Yeah. yeah. Or like, why does he need to call you anything? Because he's always going to be talking to you. You know what I mean? Well, but, but when I he's mean, like calling out to me in the other room, you know, but like, it's like you're the only other babe, person in babe, the other room. How many steaks yeah. you want on the grill? Like, couldn't he just say how many steaks you want on the grill? Because you're the only other person. He could be talking to his dog. No. Yeah. He's not asking his dog, how many steaks do you want on the grill? <laughs> because sometimes there are other people over. Does it matter? Well, yeah. Sometimes we're in it. a crowded area. That's how English works. No, Addressing it's not the person how English works. Us. Oh, I don't get it. I'm sorry. Go on. It's I'm fine. Alone. It's fine. <laughs> look, it is how, look around. That's how it's going for most people. So after You're Jake, wrong. <laughs> I will fight you. Yes. <laughs> So after I have Jake on my side. <laughs> <laughs> oh my so, god. So uh, they're at the banquet. No. Yeah. No, they're not. No, they're not. You missed Oh, oh, that's wow. right. oh that's This right. is that's why right. I that's lead right. the plot. That's right. So Jake comes over. <laughs> yes. And and he is all in a hurry cuz he he had to kiss he had to kiss Blanche right then and there. We all and then he's like I have something really important to ask well, you. First, so we have some alone time. And first he says, he goes I want to ask you something now, right here, where we first met. Mm-hmm. Those are his exact words. Chilling, right? It's like, ooh, yeah. what is this all about? Yeah. It's very urgent. Yeah. So then Dorothy, Rose, and, and, and Sophia. Oh, you said Dorothy, Rose, and Estelle. I did. Mm-hmm. Are about, be like, let's give them some privacy. And then Sophia's all like, why? I missed the show? She always, she always wants to eavesdrop. That's her of thing. yeah. So, um, and so then, they leave the room. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Blanche gives... Her spiel. Yeah, which is, you know, the gist of it is sort of like, you know, look, I know what you want to ask me. We come from two different worlds. Our relationship can only go so far. And then he says... And she says, I, but, I'm so sorry, but I can't go to the banquet with you. And he says, oh, well, that's not what I was going to ask you, but you answered my question. Who was that? What? <laughs> Jake, I don't... Uh, what? I was going to ask you to marry me. <gasps> Act break. Yeah. Now they're at the banquet. But, okay, before we get any further, isn't that, like, the least... I mean, it's Talk about of, not being on the same page. Yeah. Yes. And also, yeah. they we did the math. They've been together a few weeks at this point. Like, maybe like, a month. What is we decided? Say? Yeah, a month, maybe. What my oh. mother has said, my mother who uh, has said that when you get older... 
you know, dating the whole thing, it has to move a lot faster because, like, you don't have that time to kill anymore. You know what I mean? It's yeah. true. Fair sure. enough. But how many people do you know who got asked to marry? Do we ask someone? Someone asked them to marry them, and it was a complete shock. They just didn't know it was coming. Where they were Nobody. basically like, Nobody. "Oh, oh, yeah. I'm so sorry. Yeah. I thought you were here to ask me to go to a benefit concert. <laughs> no? <laughs> no, because we, I was about to turn you down. Yeah, <laughs> I'm a is, wicked snob. <laughs> they, you are from Massachusetts. We got to talk about this. Um. Yeah, it's yeah. They could they could not be. I mean, they're so far off that like they're in different books at this yeah. point. They're not even on. They're not even yeah, close yeah. to being on the same page. Um, so they're at the banquet. Dorothy comes walking. No, out. before what? the banquet, we have a whole thing. This was a loaded episode. This, this was. I, I just wanted to get to the banquet episode. and talk about Dorothy's dress. So that night, <laughs> despite having booked a band oh, and a right. caterer, yeah. Rose can't sleep because she keeps having nightmares about the banquet. Guys. Her nightmare was pretty <laughs> the nightmare amazing. Was so sure, can I set up her nightmare? Because it, it, I do. loved it so much. She's she's describing her nightmare, and she says that um, Charleston Heston comes to the banquet. Charleston Heston. Charleston. Char- Char- Charleston. Name? Charlton. 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 Mm-hmm. Is it the Charleston? Charleston. Or a chew. Charlton. Really? That's Charlton. Charlton Heston. Well, the fucker from um, the National Rifle Association yeah. shows up at... The guy from Bowling for Columbine. Who is dead, and I'm not going to say R.I.P. Um, he shows up at the wedding, and he's dressed as Moses from the Ten Commandments, which he played. Anyway, and uh, he, he parts the dessert table, and then he leads all the guests from the from the banquet to the nearest lady section of the J.C. Penny, Where they make fun of the big underwear. Yeah. <laughs> this entire thing seems like something Andy Kaufman could have done. Yes! yes. <laughs> yes. It, was, it was a great I'm nightmare. telling you guys, <laughs> yeah. at this point with Rose shit, they literally just, it's like they play Scrabble. They take yes. a handful of adjectives and verbs, and they just play Mad Libs with it. Yep. And they just... Because, like, it, it doesn't make sense, but it doesn't have to. Like, I think that's what, um, uh, once Donald Glover said that that's what, when he used to be a writer for 30 Rock, he's like, that's how we would, we would write lines for Tracy Morgan. It was just like, you would just throw shit up in the air and then just see what landed, because he always said the weirdest stuff on the show. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Well, it worked. It yeah. worked. So that was the dream. Dorothy comes, Dorothy can't sleep either. She's yep. in there. Estelle, or Estelle, keeps saying Estelle. Sophia comes in and she's like, the- Dorothy asks, oh, you couldn't sleep either? And she's like, no, I decided to sleep in the sink. Yeah, she goes, no, I'm <laughs> sleeping so good. I wanted to try it in the sink. Which, <laughs> Perfect. oh, Amazing. oh, Sophia, Amazing. Sophia. Um, well, I was saying to you, I was like, I have never in my life, like, not been able to sleep and, like, decided I would just move it to the kitchen. Yeah. yeah. The couch, maybe. Couch or It's almost like you're like, I can't sleep. I might as well start my day early. Like, where yeah. you just, like, go to oh, the I've kitchen. Oh, I've done that. Don't you want to at least just rest? Yeah. Just I'm like, yeah. if I can't sleep, I'll lie in bed and watch TV. But, I, yeah. yeah, I never want to just, like, sit. Like, I don't want to leave my bedroom if I don't have right. to. When I would sleep at my grandmother's, I would sometimes sleep in the bed with her. And I'd be like, Grandma, are you up? Are you up? She's like, I'm sleeping with my eyes open, and that still counts. All <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's that's cute. really cute. That's, that's really, cute. really cute. Um, so Blanche comes out wearing the most gorgeous ruffled pink pajamas. Yes. Oh, yes. With the watermelon pan pattern. Oh, uh-huh. it is. They are gorgeous, and everything's silk. And they all are sitting at the table. For yeah, and I'm honestly, you said you didn't think this was the first time. I, don't I think, think is. this is the first time all four of them have sat at the table. Maybe the listeners know. 
Maybe. I, I don't think it is. Maybe. But, it's and it's be. not like someone who's standing or someone who, like, she pulled up a chair and all four were sitting at the table. It did seem crowded. Yeah, it did. It was crowded. Um, so. I feel like someone's usually so at the sink. You know? Yeah. Or, or they're sitting. Or on the counter. Or yeah. they're at the island. Cooking. They're right. sitting. Yeah. yeah. Always. Um, and always she's, she's, she's upset about this. I mean, she's upset because she knows that, like, Jake's from a different, he, he's a different breeding. He's yeah. A, which is a gross, gross term. Yeah. To use, I don't like that. She did that, use the word breed of different breed or something. something very different to me as a homosexual male. Yeah, yeah. It was it was interesting. Yeah. Um, and then Sophia Ballsy. says, you know, Sophia was like, you know, you're, you know, she's like, you're lucky that you, you know, you have your pick. Like she says that she was, <laughs> she was, her marriage to Sal was an arranged marriage, which I don't know if I believe this, but she said, and they were like arranged how, and she goes arranged by height. And she's like, if I hadn't stood on that rock, I may have married Rocco the pig boy. Which, again, I think it's just an example. You really have to, like, cherry pick, which you never know if Sophia is just, like, telling one of her tall tales or if she's whatever. Um, And then Rose tells a story. I don't even know. Was it about Charlie? No, it was about a a dream man that she thought, like, she dreamt. Like, if she could, she would... She would have this man, and he would he would fly her to France. They would have his thing, and then they would look at the sunset with two glasses of hot cocoa. Oh, and she goes. She says something about like cocoa with marshmallows, and then Sophia goes cocoa, and it almost made me oh, feel, yeah. like I was like, oh, it was like she saw the ghost of Coco yeah. like out the window. Coco, do you know who Coco is? On the, the first episode, he was the maid. He was their maid in the very first episode. They wrote him off. They wrote him off, but um, gay maid too. He was really great at making enchiladas rancheros. Oh. Um, um, yeah, so anyway, it made me miss Coco. I yeah. that. And actually, there are a few places, it might be a chain, I think it is, in Los Angeles, I see a, a sign for something, it's called, like, Coco's Diner. Yeah, yeah, Have no, you seen it's it? A, it is a chain. So I like to imagine... A, it's a California chain. I like to imagine that that's Coco's yeah. place. <laughs> and then Dorothy just starts describing what she would want in a man if she could find a man to grow, and she just says she wants someone to grow old with and hold hands. And, and like, Rose goes, you can do that alone, which <laughs> is like, I wanted somebody to grow old I'm with. aware of that, Rose. It's... Yeah. So good. So to yeah. watch the grass grow. Yeah, yeah. which is very boring. boring. As fuck. What um, um, what do you guys want in like t- like in in somewhat like what are you, what are you looking for in a in a person? I want I want like a Frida Kahlo marriage situation that she had with her husband, the famous painter that I'm forgetting his name now. Um, and oh, Bob Ross. No. <laughs> oh my God! But that I did would meet, be a miracle. I did meet an undercover cop last night who was wearing a Bob Ross shirt. You know the one from Urban Outfitters. No. You just blew up his cover. <laughs> Sorry. No, I met him at a birthday like party. Like a blue shirt. Yeah, it was really weird. Okay. Uh, but but no, I would want the her situation where she they they just they could not live together, but they lived in separate houses that were connected. You know, mm. that's what I would want. Okay. I want my own shit. I want to live my own life. I want to do my own thing. I want to fuck who I want to fuck. But I want that one person next door to me to kind of, like, be my anchor. Gotcha. Yep. Yeah. So you guys. want a roommate? No. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I want a roommate with emotional engagement. And possibly children. Yay. That I would take care of and he would come over and visit. But I want him far away. Okay. I'm there occasionally for things that I need. Sure. Yeah. Okay. I feel like that's kind of a popular thing is, like, people having their own, like, spaces. Yeah. Even if you have, like, your own room or oh, your yeah. own, like, that's just, like, your space and your thing. I just thing. want it. That's uh, the one thing I've been pitching. Mm. <laughs> yeah? I want my exact life, but um, just with a bigger living space. That's mm-hmm. it. Uh, a house, 
something where I could have my own room. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're our room, but then one that's mine, like an office or something. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. well, you need, well, if you have two bedrooms, my grandparents slept in two bedrooms for years, and all, I mean, the, the whole time I knew when, them when they were alive, they had separate bedrooms, and it always seemed to make perfect sense to me. Mm-hmm. I never knew why my parents didn't have separate bedrooms. I just figured it was because we couldn't afford it, but, like, it just seems to make sense to me, you know? Why do you want to sleep I with know. someone? I, hate I mean, I, I, want, oh, I want that. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't, I don't want anyone. I don't want that. I just want hot. Get off more space. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I want I want the occasional snuggle, but I don't want the every night snuggle. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Sure. Sometimes you just want to lay in bed and like look at houses on Zillow. Sure. Sure. With more rooms. With more rooms. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so before we get out of, the, we're almost at the banquet, but a very cute thing happened where um, they asked Blanche what are you looking for in a man? And she says, oh, I don't know. And then Sophia says, you sure do a lot of comparison shopping. And then she, like, nudges, nudges Blanche yeah. and kind of smiles. Like, it's not like, like, like she's actually in on the joke. Yeah. You know what I mean? Which it is a cute. nice thing for Sophia to do because usually she just, like, makes the comment and then walks out of the room. She yeah. always does that. She's always like, here's my one-liner, and then, like, goes to the bathroom. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, but I think you, maybe Leah said that it maybe seemed like she was almost like breaking character yeah, a little she, bit. Yeah, a little bit. And yeah. then Blanche looked was. like she almost laughed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, so it's it a cute, cute, cute yeah. moment to walk out for. Not enough for a retake, but no. you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they were like, I love it. Check the gate. We're moving on. Um, all right. Now we're, we're the now we're finally at the banquet, and Dorothy comes walking out in this beautiful dress. Dress is amazing. It was like a sequined in the middle, but it had really big shoulders, and the of shoulder pads were like off the roof. And then Rose was wearing another. Sh- I don't even know what she was wearing because I was just blown away by Dorothy's outfit. Oh, it was like and navy Blanche, and sparkly. Blanche was wearing this this weird uh, like velvety dark velvet, red like curtain thing. Blanche was a little frumpy this episode. Very a frumpy. A lot of large clothing. Maybe she was like pregnant. Well, yes. <laughs> well, maybe she just wasn't feeling very spelt. Maybe she, you know, exploded. and she was wearing things. But so before Blanche comes in, Dorothy and Rose are talking about Dorothy's being like, "It's all men." The the, the jazz band, the, the great pretenders, guys. Spoiler alert: they're dudes. But what's really interesting is they didn't use it as a punchline. Dorothy, instead of it, instead of them making it a punchline, they re- really were just like, well, "Let's just pretend like nothing's weird about it mm-hmm. and just keep going," as if it was just like the most normal thing ever. Yeah. Which, in a weird way. Progressive and kind of awesome. Um, but Rose says, Dorothy's like, Rose goes, I just thought they were really ugly women. And they're like, yeah, let's just see if nobody else notices. And then Sophia comes out, like, shouting from across the room. And she's like, did you get a load of those queens on the bandstand? <laughs> Meanwhile, when we saw them, one guy had, like, a full beard. Yeah. They weren't, just the they one guy. The one, well, the one guy we saw was from uh, Those aren't queens. That's I'll, find, like, he, I'll find yeah. out his name. That's no queen. Yeah, no. Yeah, that's a that's a dude in a dress. It's a guy, yeah. Yeah. They didn't so, they didn't go very far in trying to hide yeah. this man's No. While you're like who's doing bad drag. Yeah. While you're that's looking kind of that up. Glenn Shaddix. Yes. Oh, is he no longer with us? Yeah, he passed away in two thousand ten. Right. That was Head amazing. injury from a fall. Oh boy. Oh no. Um he, yeah, he was amazing at Beetlejuice. Um by me. Oh no. So um <laughs> so Blanche is chatting with a guy who's, I don't know, part of the benefit, whatever. No, nope. she's playing her with her date. Oh, it's her date. It's okay. her date. And, he, and she asks... She, Someone from the see, upper crust. They see um, Jake from afar, and uh, she tells her date 
to go get her a wine Bef- spritzer. Before that, though, there's a really funny moment where he goes, um, yeah, Blanche tells me she worked very closely with the caterer. And Sophia goes, did she tell you they were naked most of the time? And then Dorothy does the famous hand over mouth yeah. with Sophia where she has, like, wide eyes and she's looking around. And then Dorothy says, you'll have to forgive my mother. She was a witness to the Hindenburg disaster. <laughs> Which, oh, historical, God. you know, background here. The Hindenburg was this, like... Giant blimp that giant blimp people that were on it and it caught on fire. It caught on fire and... Thousands of people died on the ground. No, not thousands of people. On the ground, too. On the ground, too. Not thousands of people. I do think so. Um, No. Maybe hundreds? Hundreds. It has to be hundreds. Mm, How about dozens? I... (laughs) No, because wasn't it people on the ground? I I saw a documentary on it. I feel like it was, like, maybe... Maybe 30 people died. 35 fatalities. Yeah. There weren't a lot of people died. I thought it was, like, a big ground thing. It it did land, but it is also only part of it. sitting at an outdoor cafe... (laughs) <laughs> and she was like, what's that yeah. in the sky? Mm-hmm. Having drinks with Pig Boy. Yes. <laughs> People used to ride blimps to travel to and from. Um, um, so, okay. So, they see Jake from afar. He looks at, they're all getting lady boners over oh his Oh, my God. Because he's, he's in a tux. And his tux is just, woo! Right. Lance sends her date off, and... She's gonna go tell. She's like, I made a mistake. I, I, I love him. I love him, and I need to go yeah. tell him I love him. She, she has her. Uh, she's all that moment where uh-huh. uh, some, yes. they took her glasses off, and she wasn't in overalls. Yep, yep. Because he was in his yep. tux. Exactly. Oh my god, she totally did. You know, but like her flips make no sense. So it's basically she like goes out to dinner with him, and they have a great time, and he kisses her. And she's like, oh, I see why you love this place. And then she's just like, oh, I don't like him. He tucks his napkin into the thing, and then. And then she sees him at in a tuxedo, and she's like, "I love him." Like right. she can't that she she flip flops a lot. And he's well, like, um, if the, his being super sexual like her trumped initially uh, his lack of breeding, and mm-hmm. now again his looks are really kind of yeah. yeah, getting him back right? in the game. I mean, sometimes when I see someone that I didn't think was attractive in a certain outfit, I'm like. I probably have sex with them. Sure, like if you see someone in a uniform. Oh God, yeah, like a cop uniform. A cop or something. He should have come in his navy uniform. Oh, I mean, his navy like drap blues or whatever. Yeah, they call dress it. blues. Yeah. Oh, my God. dad was in the navy, so I have a hard time making that connection. Like anyone in a uniform, dad. and I can probably just take my pants off for. Yeah. Yeah. And like a Best Buy uniform and like the blue polo shirt. I could even khakis. get into that. Yeah, I had a thing for the dude. You're getting the Welcome to Target. Yes. Do you remember when he got arrested? Um, I do. When yeah. he got arrested, I met him at a party once. He was from Chattanooga, Tennessee. Oh, really? I Is hope this? Uh, the Dell kid. Remember, dude, you're getting oh, a Dell. Yeah. I had such a crush on him. When he got arrested, I can't believe if I, I don't know if I just imagined this that it would be funnier if I actually saw it. But after he got arrested, I think I saw maybe a photo of him behind bars and it said, "Dude, you're getting a cell," which I think was <laughs> hilarious. I think yeah. he was just like smoking pot. Too. Yeah. yeah. Like, and he, like, that was it. Mm-hmm. I mean, this was before the internet, I think. Or before, like, meme internet type yeah. popularity. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so it, it, it probably would not have, he probably would have been able to have a much better career today having been caught for something like that. Yeah. Than yeah, and people have loosened up on oh, yeah. marijuana. Yeah. yeah. Um, so Blanche goes over to Jake at the dessert table. Um, well, before she goes over, they, they she, to get rid of the date, Blanche is like, tell him something, tell him. And so... Uh, who says it? Dorothy says she goes to powder her face. Her nose. Her nose. And yeah. the date's like at the dessert table and 
Rose says something like, oh, it helps if you first layer it with some caramel. And Dorothy is like, you look surprised, but it really works. <laughs> it's just like fun to see her and Rose like, yeah. pair up in <laughs> that way. Thing. But uh, an, an easier... Good save, ladies. <laughs> but I think like, an easier joke could have been like, oh, it's best if you use the powder on top of the powdered donuts. No, like, there's that's a not a funnier joke. joke. That's not funnier. You'd think so? Well, maybe don't even talk about pitch goods. You, you don't need to get offended by a joke you cannot pitch to a bunch of dead women. <laughs> That's fine. But I'm saying it's like, the fact that it is so absurd makes it funnier. Yes. You know. Yes. Whereas oh. a powdered one's like a more obvious sort of, like, powder. Yeah. No, I don't I'm know. starting to think that the pain in my butt is actually you. Me? <laughs> Do you Just want to see kidding. a picture of Jake again? No. All right. Come on. Stay on track. You got this. You got yeah. this. So she goes over to him. She goes over to him. She expresses her love for him. This is all... The end of it's very lackluster for me. She goes over to him. She slacks whatever. And he's all she's like... She's also a little demeaning to him. She's sort of like... Yeah, but you see, it doesn't matter. We can be together. But like, he's all like, It doesn't no, matter to me anymore. You were right. He's never going to... He's all like, I'm never going to change. I'm always going to be the messy dude and and it's really sweet he says I want someone to share my you know I want to share my life with someone who's just as comfortable with me as I am yeah but then he's even so sweet to her he says you know knowing you has been one of the best things that has ever happened to me and he gives her a kiss and he walks away he's incredibly graceful about it yeah Yeah. but he's also like still working so he walked (laughs) away from his job right although he yeah what does he do because if you're a caterer you're usually back in the kitchen which is where Blanche assumes he is does he actually cook? It's like there are restaurants that serve his food. No, I think he manages the He's cooking. catered a banquet. I don't know. It's yeah. like who do you like who do you think you are? I think he probably has people there helping him cook and he's sort of managing all of it. I guess. Yeah, it's his yeah. recipes or something. Also, did you guys see a pot roast on any of those tables? I no, did not. I didn't. All desserts. All desserts. Okay. All desserts. Which I'm okay right. with that kind of banquet. And I love pot roast, yeah. so I would have been like so Blanche is heartbroken. And so he walks away, and Blanche says, Oh, I'm so confused, right as... Meanwhile, he was very clear. Yeah. <laughs> he was, yeah, he was... He was like, there was no confusion. Your chance. There was zero confusion. There should be, yeah, zero confusion. So she says, I'm so confused, right as... I mean, perfect comedic timing. Uh, one of the members, the guy from Beetlejuice, of the, uh, the Great Pretenders walks up wearing... Like, shuffles... Lazily shuffles up. Like, I feel like the direction was like... Try to act as much like a guy as you right. can, because yeah. he like lazily shuffles up. He's wearing this like shapeless bright pink dress with a black curly-haired wig, and he goes, "Honey, you think you're confused? Take a look at the horns section." I legit thought the episode was gonna end there, and I yeah. thought that would have been great. <laughs> yeah, it would have been great. Great button to go out on. Which is why I don't like the ending of this episode because it it it, it just is lackluster. Well, because here's the thing: is that Blanche? I don't feel bad for Blanche. I'm like, yeah, you were a shallow person. You got right. what you deserved. Yeah. Jake shouldn't have. Move on. You, yeah, and yeah. you shouldn't be with him because you know what? You can't change. Yeah. So. We end up back in the living room. It's at night. Sleep your way out of this one. Yeah, (laughs) and Blanche can't sleep. She's heartbroken. Yeah, you know. And now she she seems. I mean, she says she's vulnerable. She does say like I may have just like given up one of the greatest things in my life. But she's more concerned about her because she's like, you know, I'm not getting any younger. I'm not, you know, it's you know, what if I don't find another man? It's really more about her. Yeah. And Dorothy like kisses her ass to make her feel better. The whole episode they're being like. No, no, you're being foolish, you're being silly. Because, well, yeah, but of course she, she didn't kiss her ass. She just makes her feel better, which is sort of what a friend is for. And obviously her friends see something in her that that 
is greater and deeper than her shallowness, of course, because she does have very sweet qualities, and Dorothy was just responding to that. She totally just strokes her ego in the way that she wants it. Basically, it's like, men want you. And she was like, you're right. But and it's then, true. And that's when she says she what you better. said, when she goes, your, your dance card's going to be full for the rest of your life, and you know it. <laughs> like, I love the way she says that. I know. It's like somebody mentioned when somebody Well, when you she, can still walk, that when is. She, sometimes when Dorothy speaks her lines, it sounds as if she's running out of breath. Somebody yeah. said that recently, and we're like, that's exactly what it sounded like. Yeah. And then Blanche goes, oh, like, of course. I'm being silly. Of course, Dorothy, you're right. And then she Blanche walks. Blanche is real good. She, yeah. It's real good. Yeah. Thank you. It is real good. So then she walks out, and then uh, a callback to an earlier line that Blanche says, uh, Dorothy goes, damn, I'm good. Yeah. And that's the end of the episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I like this episode a lot, mainly because of it, Banquets. Don Lee Rose. You love, you love Well, banquets. no, I just love Jake. Jake. Just Jake. All of Jake. We get it. Yeah. We get it. <laughs> I can't. It was, it, was, it was an okay episode. Uh, yeah. I, yeah. I liked it. I think it had a lot of really funny jokes in it. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. Some classic Golden Girl zingers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, they yeah. ate cheese cake. They, of they course. Yeah, it's every episode, no matter not what. Every not every Not every, but a lot. A lot. Um, so at the end of every podcast, oh, we okay. do a golden takeaway. It's a oh, moment okay. of inspiration, a nugget of, of truth that you can take from the episode and either apply to your life or maybe advice to our listeners. We'll okay. start so you have an yeah, idea. Yeah, I need a minute. My nugget is... We never... Here's the thing. You know what's funny? What? We could actually... We literally explain to our guest in every episode what that is. We don't. We never tell them ahead of time we're going to do a golden takeaway. So we always. It's kind of fun. It's, though. it's very interesting for this audience to be in on our guests' reactions to being yeah. explained. We're not explaining it for the sake of like a new listener. We're explaining it to our guests. Well, every in a weird time. way, if you think about it, like you don't want them focusing on that during the episode. You want them to be able to come to it naturally. You want and them to you, be able to. And scramble. if you tell them beforehand, then. It's sort of like they're looking for it. They're looking for that piece of information. Sure, Whereas okay. this is a genuine, like, they have to now reflect. Sure. I think it's great. Listeners, <laughs> um, my golden takeaway is more of a request. <laughs> um, if anybody listening to this podcast has the means of contacting Don Lee Rhodes and expressing my gratitude and love for him, or maybe wants to give my private information to him, um, you can contact me directly at... H. Allen Scott, and uh, I would appreciate that. That's my golden takeaway. Um, my golden takeaway <laughs> is um, if you believe that your lips should be warmed up before eating a warm, chunky entree, uh, don't always kiss the person you're with if you think that that's the only way. There are other ways to warm up lips, I guess is what I'm saying. <laughs> you can... You need a pair of lip warmers. Yeah. You can stick your head out the window on a hot day. Drink a cup of coffee. You can drink a cup of coffee beforehand. That might alter the taste depending on what you're eating. Um, turn on the oven. Don't put your head inside. Don't turn on the oven. Turn on the oven. Lightly <laughs> open the oven door and pucker your lips out. Don't, don't That seems dangerous. It might be. It might be. Um, could you just, like, smack your lips with that warm up? I guess you could. Yeah, or, like, do some lip exercises to get them all sweaty. Yeah. I'm sure Jane Fonda has a video. Uh-huh. Yeah, surely. Um, yeah, I don't know. I guess I don't have a very good takeaway for this episode. I'm going to bow out. Okay. Leah? 
Oh, man. Um, I'm going to focus on Blanche, I think, okay. you know, obviously. Um, I will say this. Growing up in Boston, I remember one of the major, like, one of the insults you could say to somebody, like, I remember when I was in high school, wasn't like, you're fat, you're, you're ugly. It was like, they were a snob. That was like one of the, I remember people like, whatever, I hate that snob. Yeah. Like, it was like, it really, truly, like, <gasps> like. <laughs> well, isn't Boston, like, incredibly, like, a class? I mean, there, it's it seems to be, like, there's two different sides. There's, like, the Harvard sort of, like, well, I, my knowledge is coming from Goodwill Hunting, but yeah. there's, like, the, you know, Harvard sort of educated sort of, like, snobby people, and then there's, like, the blue-collar side of Boston, yeah. which is also very large and broad. What you might be thinking of is, like, the population of Boston, like, triples during the school year, because there's yeah. so many yes. schools. Yeah. So, you know, you got your Harvard, you get your BU, BC, yeah. MIT. Then you, get, then you get the then North get, End and the South End. Then you get the people who live there, you yeah. know, and so, yeah, there's always a faction that's like, you get out of here, and you get yeah. out of here. Uh, but snobs don't win. Uh... <laughs> Snobs got theirs. Mm-hmm. Blanche was being a snob. Cut it out. Cut it out, Blanche. Cut it out. Yeah. You'll you'll feel bad in the end. Mm-hmm. Don't be a snob. Don't be a snob. Leah, thank you so much for doing this podcast. We Thanks just appreciate it so much. Where can people follow you on the interwebs? Well, um, I have a Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> I don't tweet so much. Uh, you can go to leahdoobie.com. Right? Yeah, Leah Doobie is on Twitter. My Insta- my Instagram's been kicking lately. I oh, will yeah? say that. Oh, okay. Leah Dubes. D-U-B-E-S. I like Dubes. that. I like I'm it. better at, hey, here's this picture I thought was funny. Yeah. Then write these words down. Yet I'm a writer for a living uh, as a profession. Yeah. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? I'm a confusing individual. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm A. John Scott. You can, you know where I am. <laughs> uh, and I am CarrieDoherty.com, SquidEatSquid on Twitter, or Squidzy on Instagram. And, of course, you guys can follow the podcast at OutOnTheLanai.com or on Facebook, where Facebook.com slash Podcast, where we don't just post episodes of the podcast. We also post random photos of ourselves, any fun Golden Girls news that we check out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you can also um, leave us a comment on OutOnTheLanai.com slash Discuss, D-I-S-Q-U-S, and we'll be responding to your questions and comments and statements and everything um, in the a Friday weekend upload of yes. the mini-episodes. Yes, so. just look for um, today's episode title, which is Diamond in the Rough. Diamond in the Rough. <laughs> Leave your questions and comments about that. Anybody, if you've ever had a sore butt, let me know what you did to uh, get back on the horse. And if you want to support this podcast, you can go to outonthelanai.com slash donate, and if if you like what you're hearing, maybe you can help us out by helping us pay for the things that we have to pay for, which includes sort of the website and the bandwidth and just everything that goes into managing this podcast. It's very popular and we love it and we love it and we love it, but uh, it does take some money to keep it going. So, and for those of you ha- that have donated so far, thank you so, so much for your donations. They're greatly appreciated and we love you so, so much for them. Um, and I love you so, so much, Carrie Doherty. Oh, and I love you too, H. Allen Scott. And guys, remember, stay, stay golden. golden.